Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome, friends, to the Get Well With Me podcast. I'm your host, Adrienne, from AdrienneHart.com. I love you no matter what you eat, and our philosophy here is excellence, not perfection. Together, we explore the benefits of a mostly plant-based lifestyle while embracing the idea that happiness is homemade, and our life is only as good as our mindset. As a wellness blogger, I aim to inspire, uplift, and empower you on your own unique wellness journey. Please subscribe to this channel on iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, Google Play, or wherever you like to listen. So let's get into the episode. Hey friends, it's Adrienne from AdrienneHeart.com, and I wanted to bring you an uplifting and practical message during this time of crisis because a lot of us are home, we're working from home, we're school from home, or we're just not going anywhere. So what do we do? We like to stay home and eat. I saw a really funny meme that said, today I opened my refrigerator and it said, what do you want from me now? <laughs> and I just can like imagine the refrigerator talking and saying like, ah, what do you want from me now? Uh, because if you're like me, sometimes you just like to wander up to the refrigerator and just stare into the light and hope that a snack jumps out into your hand. So um, we get bored and we eat. It's what we do. We're human. Um, but we want to be mindful of that. So I thought, you know, Maybe now is a great time to share my um, mindful eating checklist, which is free on my website at adrienneheart.com. There is a PDF printable version, um, or just like screenshot it and memorize the first three or six questions. And it's a very practical filter to decide if you want to put whatever you're thinking about eating into your body. So, um, I am going to skip some of the questions on this list. A lot of them have to do with how certain foods, um, if they have neurotoxins or how they affect our hormones and all of these things that are important on a regular basis. But right now during coronavirus crisis, if we're eating out of our pantry, they are the more higher preservative foods. They are the less fresh, I guess you can't even call them fresh if they're from a can or a box. So, but pantry foods, and I hope you're eating your pantry foods because no matter how much nutrition that ramen or chicken noodle soup or stuff that I would normally bypass, no matter how much nutrition that is missing, it is way safer than getting takeout. So if you're comfortable ordering a pizza, then that's up to you. If you're comfortable ordering takeout from your local diner, that's up to you. And God forbid you're someone that's enjoying ice cream at Dairy Queen with whatever kind of sprinkles they're putting on top, that is up to you. Because this is a time that viruses are floating around, so it's up to you. I'm not telling you what to do. You know I don't believe in that, but I can share with you that in my house, um, we're just doing whatever. 
whatever. We're doing oatmeal. We're doing canned goods, lots of canned goods, mac and cheese. We're just digging into those pantry items because we are not going to be um, increasing our risk to exposure by letting someone else make our food. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I make food, my hands touch it. And even if I'm wearing gloves, like the gloves are touching the food and the counter and the whole thing. And um, if you're really sure that the coronavirus isn't in your house, that's best place to make and prepare your food. So anyway, on to questions for mindful eating for those times that you are staring into the refrigerator, waiting for the snack, or thinking like, what am I going to feed my family for dinner tonight without running through the drive-thru or having the delivery guy stop by. So it's definitely a different time and it's a great time to develop new habits. Um, outside of mindful eating, making sure that we have enough hydration definitely helps to affect our appetite in a positive way. So how much water to have? Well, the easiest formula is take your half of your body weight. So like if you're a hundred pounds, um, then you, you want to split that in half and then call it ounces and drink that in water. So if you're hundred pounds, you need 50 ounces of water. Where do I get my information from stephencabral.com and the Cabral concept pretty much. Um, that's what I use as a reference cause I, I trust the source. So yeah, we want to make sure we're hydrated and we want to make sure we're sleeping. And outside of that, we want to make sure that we're asking ourselves these questions. So questions for mindful eating. What am I eating? Like, what am I actually eating right now? Is it candy? Is it food that's going to satiate me? Is it uh, one of my three meals a day? Is it a bonus? <laughs> what is it? Just be real with yourself and just answer the question. Like, what am I eating? Like, what is this animal? Or what is this plant? Or what is this food-like substance? And just identify it, whatever that takes. Read the ingredients, feel it, smell it, touch it, and just realize what. What am I eating? That is the very first question for mindful eating. Secondly, why am I eating it? So then you can catch yourself and be like, am I, am I hungry right now? You can give yourself a lot of leeway. You know, if I'm hungry, I might just eat whatever the heck I want. But if I'm not hungry and I'm still staring into the fridge, well, now I have an opportunity to identify that. And, you know, maybe I'm depressed enough that I'm just going to eat it anyway. But if I stop myself and ask myself, like, why am I eating it? Then maybe if I am having a moment where I'm feeling stronger, <laughs> I can put the pint of ice cream back in the freezer. So, um, so what am I eating? Why am I eating it? And is it harmful or is it helpful? So I said, we're going to have to revise our normal standards here, maybe lower the bar to pantry food. But why am I eating it? So right now during the coronavirus, why am I eating mac and cheese? I don't even eat mac and cheese. I don't usually do a lot of cheese. Um, I'm doing it because I don't want to run out to the grocery store and just pick up that one thing that I need for that sensational dinner. Um, it's not worth it during a time like this. So why am I eating it? Am I eating it to fill a hole in my heart? Am I eating it uh, because it's better than the alternative? Because that's a perfectly good reason. But just be honest with yourself because you're the only one who can help you to put the good things into your body. And depending on the circumstances, that might change. So here's another one that I ask myself, how will this affect my energy? And as I began to 
venture down the trail of wellness, I started to notice that a lot. So it used to be like, oh, what can I do to get energy? And then I would, um, you know, get like an energy drink or a Red Bull or something. I mean, this was like in my 20s. Next thing you know, I'm wearing a heart monitor. Uh, hello, you know, um, I won't go there. I'm just saying, how will it affect my energy? So like when I make um, dinner for my family, sometimes depending on how my digestion is, as much as I want to eat a ton of fruits and vegetables, I look and say, you know what, I'm going to need that broccoli cooked instead of raw um, because I think it's going to make me feel a little sluggish if I eat that much raw vegetables right now. Or, you know, I really want to have that whole entire, you know, pizza, but I know that I'm going to need a nap if I do that. So I'm going to have just one slice or I'm not going to have it. So how will it affect my energy? Is it going to make me want to do all the things that I want to do and check everything off my to-do list? Is it going to be fuel in my tank? Or is it going to be more like a, whoo, rubbing your belly kind of a moment, you know, need a cigarette or a coffee. I, I don't do cigarettes, but you get it. Like sometimes you need something else to help you to digest your food because maybe you overdid it. Um, so recap, what am I eating? Why am I eating it? Is it harmful or helpful? How will it affect my energy? And here's the next one, and it totally matters right now. How will it affect my mood? Well, if I'm hoping that you're a lot more emotionally stable than I am and that it's not that big of a deal for you. Um, <laughs> I'll just leave it right there, but I'm telling you, like, what we consume definitely affects our mood, so keep that in mind. If you pay attention, you'll, you'll, start, you'll start to notice, and you can, um, you know, adjust as needed. Do your thing. How will it affect my self-image? So I'm going to change that question at some point because someone said, oh, like, how will I, will it make me feel fat or not? So, whoops, I mean, I don't ever use the F word, the three-letter F word. It's just not even on my radar because what you focus on grows. Um, so I want to change that because I didn't think that self-image, I wasn't, like, making the huge connection between self-image and weight. Um, self-esteem is how we feel and self-image is how we see ourselves. So let's just frame it like that. If I eat this, how am I going to see myself? Will I feel good about myself for having this? Will I feel guilty about it? Mm, whatever, however that's going to make me feel is something that I take into consideration. So I urge you to just make that kind of part of your filter because if you know it's going to make you feel bad when you eat it, you, I mean, feel bad about yourself or see yourself in a, in a less than favorable light, you might just realize right away that it's, it's just not worth it. Um, or there'll be those times where you're like, yeah, screw it. It's worth it because I don't do it all that t all the time and I am worth it and I'm worth treating myself to whatever I want sometimes. So we're home. We're isolated. It's sometime all the time. So please be careful, okay, and ask yourself that question because it can so easily be justifiable if we're feeling bad for ourselves or not paying attention. 
So, um, other questions? Oh, so, yeah, I said I was going to skip, like, the whole carcinogens, pesticides, neurotoxins, hormones section. You're welcome. Uh, how far did it get to my table? This question, I am seriously serious right now. During the whole corona thing, how far did it take to get to your table? Like, if it came from the can to the microwave to the bowl of soup, that's about as far as I'm willing to let it go. And like I said, the quality of food is less, um, but I feel really, really good about my uh, chances of not exposing my family unnecessarily when the food's coming out of my own pantry. So normally when I ask that question, you know, how far did it travel to get to my table? I'm usually thinking about like, where was the animal raised? Where did the corn grow? <laughs> like how many trucks and airplanes and boats did it have to be on until it got into my refrigerator, <laughs> you know? So I'm like, normally that question is meant to make us think mindful on a much larger scale. But during coronavirus, let's tweak this to like legitimately, was this food exposed to potentially the coronavirus or any other sickness right now? Because um, it's not a good time to get sick just anyway with anything. You get it. I don't have to go there. Um, so I just wanted to share that with you because it does matter. And if you are the person who feeds your family, you can either get takeout less often or you can just, you know, call the time of death on the whole takeout thing until this is over. It's up to you. I respect you no matter what you eat. I love you no matter what you eat. You know that's my mantra. I don't expect everyone to have my standard as their own standard. You have to do what's right for you. Um, and these mindful eating questions are just there to encourage you that even though you're home and even though you're alone with no accountability and a pint of ice cream or a gallon, <laughs> well, you get it. I mean, somebody's got to watch us. And there's nobody. Nope. Sorry about that, guys. I got cut off. Um, I got a phone call. I guess that's rookie move. I should do airplane mode, right, before I make videos. Um, so I'm just going to wrap it up really quick with the very last mindful eating question. And I think it should be the first question. I'm considering revising my whole principle here. Am I thankful for this food? Am I thankful for this food? Am I complaining because it is chicken noodle soup instead of soup from the diner? Am I complaining because I'm eating stuff from the freezer? Am I tired of oatmeal and peanut butter and jelly? How about I am thankful for oatmeal and peanut butter and jelly? I am thankful that I have just a whole stock of canned goods that, you know, are probably going to get expired soon because no one ever eats them. I am thankful for things that are easy and cheap and easy to store, like pasta. I am thankful for canned vegetables. I don't really do canned vegetables, guys. I love the real living foods in my body, but this is coronavirus time, and I will take canned vegetables over, you know, vegetables that somebody else anybody else washed and cut and peeled and put on my pizza or in my salad or whatever. Like, I'm good with that. I am thankful for what I have. I am thankful that, that our idea of being in quarantine is just being home with 
an abundance of food. So when you run out of the Oreos really quick and the potato chips and all that's left are the good old staples rather than exposing your family and running out to the store again, like, let's just be thankful for what we have. And let's be creative. You know you can make oatmeal savory. It doesn't have to be sweet. Like, Isaac, he doesn't love the whole... Um, you know, honey, maple syrup, cinnamon, sugar thing, but he really likes hot sauce on his oatmeal. So, you know, just go wild. There's no rules during coronavirus. Put hot sauce on your oatmeal, you know, mix two kinds of cans of soup together, microwave it, do your thing, protect your family. And I just, I dare you to just be thankful because it's so easy to complain. And believe me, I've done plenty of it. It's a good thing my husband's not here because he's heard lots of complaining. So I am not above complaining. I'm just saying it feels so much better to be grateful and thankful. So, um, all right, super quick recap. What am I eating? Why am I eating it? Is it harmful or helpful? How will it affect my energy? How will it, will it affect my mood? How will I feel about myself after I eat this, if I eat this? And how far did it get, how far did it travel to get to my table? And am I thankful for this food? So I am thankful for you and I do love you no matter what you eat. So, um, so much love and um, check out more good stuff at adrianhart.com. It's all there. The videos, the podcast, the blog, the vlog, whatever I'm doing. Just that's why it's all over there at adrianhart.com so that I can share it with you and so that you can share with me. So send me a message. Find me on Instagram, which is Adrian E. Hart. I had to get the E in there. Somebody took Adrian Hart. Um, you know, you guys got me on Facebook. So I don't know. Wherever. I love you and I will see you. Before I go, I just want to say thank you for spending your time with me. As we change into a healthier version of ourselves, we can feel a sense of loss, loss of our old identity, and fear that the people we surround ourselves with will reject us for changing. It can feel lonely and frustrating like no one understands. When I started getting healthy, I wasn't getting much support from friends and family, so I started looking online. I came across so many radical, all-or-nothing approaches. I felt judged and alone, even ashamed. If you can relate to this overwhelm, and you like the idea of striving for excellence, not perfection, then you have found a safe place with this podcast. If this message speaks to you, you're probably someone who appreciates self-development and probably someone who values helping others. If someone who you care about comes to mind and you know this episode would offer the encouragement they need to keep going, please share it with them or share it out on your favorite platform. Remember to subscribe so that you don't miss anything. And most importantly, I want to hear from you and I want to know what you're struggling with. So post a comment or send me a message on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram. Living healthy doesn't have to be hard and we don't have to do it alone. So come along and get well with me. Until next time, much love.